0: What does motion sound like? With Kizikans free shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com/socks.
1: I'm Brian Tetta, executive producer of The View. It's Wednesday and that means I'm here with Joy Behar. This is behind the table. All right. Hello, Joy. How are you? I'm good. We had a really great show today. Loved it. We're going to talk about Liz Cheney in our interview in a minute. But before we do, I want to go back to our viral interview from last week. Um, You are now uh, one of the biggest things on TikTok after the interview with Gypsy Rose Blanchard. Really? There were many, many funny memes and, you know, Joy's stance on murder. It
2: was one of those moments, and I've had them on The View sometimes. My mind wanders. And I wasn't really talking about the fact that she murdered her mother. Yeah. Because she was... Saying something about how she felt bad about something. Well, she was, I mean, she was very sympathetic
1: and she was a victim. There's no question yeah. about that. She went through. And then She
2: said she, she was sorry and she She felt did things bad. the wrong
1: way. And you said, no, you didn't. Don't do that to yourself. When, when I
2: wasn't talking about the murder. Right. I was sorry. don't feel bad about, about the fact that you still love your mother.
1: No, of course. That's yes. what
2: I meant, you know, because yeah. you, you you don't have to love her yeah. anymore. She was mean. She was terrible. Too. And
1: then when it was pointed out that it might have played that way, everyone said, no, uh, Gypsy Rose had to say, well, no, murder was wrong. <laughs>
2: You said oh yeah that I think it was Anna Anna said to was, me was yeah. it it was anyway it was definitely
1: a lot of on on the internet there was a lot of uh, joy and murder, so what who cares
2: right of course, murder is wrong. I don't advocate for murder absolutely um all right okay. well
1: speaking about teaching people and and waking people up yeah. this interview with Liz Cheney today yeah. um This is one of the best interviews we've done in a a long time, I think, at least since our Chris Christie interview last week. I like that one, too. (laughs) That was good, too. Yeah. Um, And what what did you think of the interview?
2: Well, it's my favorite kind of thing about this show, when we can get a newsmaker to come on and speak to the audience, because you really don't have that many opportunities for somebody who's in those positions. Mm -hmm. You know, we've had all the presidents on, including Jimmy Carter on this show. Um, And it's very it's a privilege and it's and it's uh, very, very I find it entertaining.
1: When we're talking about somebody, it's always better to have them here, to have a principal in a hot topic the way it is. And Liz Cheney has been talked about on this show positively and negatively for over the years. I have to
2: tell you, I I, after she was done, I acknowledged the audience. I, Mm -hmm. I was I said the audience was outstanding. And the reason I said that was that they yelled out at the end of the segments. Thank you, Liz. Now, this audience is filled with a bunch of people who agree with me, mostly. Generally speaking, generally yeah. Generally that speaking, seems to be a trend. I would say it's 95%.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and the other 5% are women who drag their husbands. <laughs> so when they said, thank you, Liz, I almost started to cry. Yeah. Because I thought, you know, Americans care about this country. We don't want to move. We don't. We like it here. We like all the things that we have, the privileges that we have in this country, even though it's imperfect.
1: One of the things she said Mm -hmm. when she sat down, and it's something we've heard echoed through the years. Actually, famously, Joe Biden said it once. um, I think John McCain has said it on the show. The idea that this makes them nervous. Being on this show. Oh, I know. Is more nerve wracking than some of the other things they do. And this is a woman who literally has gone to a war with some of the most powerful and dangerous yeah, people in the world. Yeah, but those
2: people are predictable. We're not. <laughs> That's why we're a popular show for 27 right. years. 28 right. now, right?
1: Yeah. It, there's yeah. always that feeling like if you turn away, you're going to miss something important or interesting that happens. Well,
2: Joe, Joe Biden told me years and years ago, I ran into him in Florida when before he was vice president. Mm-hmm. And he said he'd rather do meet the press than Jon Stewart. Yeah. Because John Stewart's a comedian.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: We take no prisoners. Can we talk about the Golden Globes for a minute?
1: I, I've got it on my list, but sure. All
2: right. Well, what's your question?
1: Well, we were still talking about uh, oh. Cheney. You're, you're done with Cheney?
2: Well, I said everything I had to say. She was great. I agree with her. I hope that uh, someday she pulls the party together and we have a respectable GOP.
1: Okay. That's that's good with me. Um, speaking of Republicans, we just got to go back okay. to one thing here we, right. we that you're on better terms with. Since you got Chris Christie's digits, since people have talked about this, since you got the phone number, um, <laughs> have you texted at all? Have you had any contact no. with Chris Christie? All right. No.
2: He said... Text me anytime or call me anytime, Joy. My best friend now.
1: All right, I think we, I think maybe during we'll live text him on the pod one of these days. I think we want to just check in with him, see how he's doing. All but, right, uh, do you
2: realize what a forgiving person I am? I do.
1: <laughs> it's one of your best qualities, yeah. I think.
2: It's not that I forget; I don't have a good memory. <laughs> you know, the, uh, Claudette Colbert, the great actress from the forties and fifties, she said the secret to happiness is good health and a bad memory.
1: Yeah. Well, God willing, we have both. both so yeah. Far. There we go. I love it. Yeah. Um, all right, switching gears a little. Uh, we talked about Joe Coy on the show, and no. you weren't here for that. No. Um, tell us what your thoughts were on the Golden Globe performance that was roundly panned by most.
2: Well, well, the show is boring, you know, mostly those award shows. Watching people congratulate each other is tedious, especially when you're home watching it and you're not part of it. Mm-hmm. Although it's very popular. These shows are very popular. People do like to see what people are wearing and what have you. Um, and so you had people like Robert Downey Jr., who was very funny, and a few others. Yeah, uh, I thought that Ray Romano uh, and um, I can't think of her name right now were funny and fun. Do you know who I'm talking about?
1: No, I don't, actually.
2: Oh, Kerry Russell. They were funny, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, Joe Coy, which we've had, we've had him on the show. Yeah, we have. The, here's the thing with award shows. Yes. And the fact that they're now giving a Golden Globe to a stand-up comedian, I yes. think, is a big mistake.
1: Ricky Gervais, who you like.
2: Love Ricky Gervais is the only one. Maybe Steve Martin could do it because he's part of the community. Mm-hmm. But I believe that if you're going to have a stand-up comedian, they have to be outside the um, uh, the um, the big people, the yeah. adults. Mm-hmm. We have to be the ones who will take no prisoners who will say what everyone else is thinking.
1: They're not worried about running into these people later. They
2: don't care if you don't laugh. And Ricky Gervais does not give a flying you-know-what. Mm-hmm. If they don't laugh, if they don't approve. When when Joe Coy made the joke about Taylor Swift, that was a mistake because the no one laughed. And Taylor took a sip, I noticed. Yes, at the she moment, did. Which indicated she was not happy with that. Yes. Meanwhile, she needs to get over it also. It's like, come on. It's just a joke about how many times we see you on the award shows. Yeah.
1: It was an obvious joke, I think. Maybe it wasn't It wasn't that best. funny, but right. it was, yeah.
2: you know, you need to play along with the comedian if you go... But Ricky's the only one who can do it at this point in time. Right, but when Ricky did it, people were
1: angry at him in, in, in but Hollywood. He, but
2: he doesn't care. Right. That's, the That's the beauty of, beauty of it. it. Joe Coy cared. And at one point, I think he even... He blamed his writers or something. you never never did that. Johnny Carson never did that. No. When his jokes bombed, he never said, thanks, writers. He never did that. No. He took full responsibility when they got a laugh, and he took it when they bombed. And that's another factor of this. So, So So there's two points I'm making. One is you need to be an outsider, and don't give these people golden globes. No. It just makes them more complicit in your shenanigans. And put somebody there who doesn't care.
1: So Steve Martin, who's hosted a lot of things, someone I know you respect and think love, is funny. Love him. He wrote this yesterday and I thought it was pretty good. He said, um, I tip my hat to anyone who steps out on stage to host a live award show. It's a very difficult job and not for the squeamish. I know because I'm still throwing up from the last time I did it in 2010. Yeah. So congratulations to Joe Coy. took on the toughest gig in show business, hit, missed, was light on his feet and now has 20 minutes of new stand up material.
2: I would agree with that. Yeah. And I think that, you know, um, The fact that he was not really prepared, they just threw this at him is Mm -hmm. something to deal with also, but he should have said no.
1: Now, you would have said no.
2: I would have said no. Yes. You need a lot of time to prepare. I'm an outsider, and an outsider needs to be like Ricky Gervais. I don't know that I could be so tough as to get up there, be disapproved of, and Mm -hmm. survive it. It might be hard for me. On the bright
1: side, you'd forget about it the next day. I
2: would. Thank (laughs) God I have a bad memory. An outsider... Is what I was when I was a stand-up comedian. You know, the poster child for that is Lenny Bruce. Sure. And now Ricky Gervais. Those are the poster children for being an outsider. You do not want to join the establishment when you're a comedian.
1: Agreed. And, uh, you know, that was before you're on the inside and texting with Chris Christie all the time. Of course.
2: But now I'm on The View all the time. There's this cancellation culture going on. It's impossible to do your job as a Mm stand-up. They make it very hard for people out there. You don't miss
1: stand-up at all, do you? No. You don't. Get nervous generally. You
2: have, I'm not nervous on the view at all. No, but you have to understand, I'm on stage naked and everybody else is dressed. Yeah, that's how it feels. Sure. And and they're there waiting with their arms folded, make me laugh. Right. That's my job. And I did find that because I I wanted to remember everything was my problem. I wanted mm-hmm. to make sure I remembered everything. But there are many skills involved. You have to know how to work a crowd. If you're bombing up there, you got to work the house. Where are you from? What do you do? Yeah. You know, I wanted to remind you on the Joe Coy conversation. David Letterman, yes. Oprah, Uma, yes. Uma, Oprah, down the toilet. Yes,
1: that was a, that was, and there's no one in my mind funnier than David Letterman. And he and was
2: he was an established comic. He'd
1: be the first to tell you that was not a good night.
2: He 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 straddled. To yes. pardon the expression outsider and insider yes and he did that very well
1: he did through his whole career i think he never really felt like an insider or never felt comfortable in those that's correct hollywood settings he was
2: right about that that's the way you have to do it at least try that yeah see johnny carson was an insider i thought see
1: in my personal opinion the david letterman oscars he made such a big deal about how he bombed that he made the legend bigger than it was that's right and oprah uma the punchline was have you met keanu that's not a bad joke (laughs)
2: No, I thought it was funny. His
1: best joke, there was a, doc, there was a foreign film that year called uh, Eat, Drink, Man, Woman. Oh, yeah. And his best joke that night was, coincidentally, that's how Arnold Schwarzenegger asked out Maria Shriver. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's a great joke. Well, he's a funny guy.
1: He is. Yeah, we got to get him back on the show. We'll be back in a moment. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This is according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com view. Just go to Indeed.com slash view right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash view. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
0: Woodward and Bernstein. Pen and paper. Wine and cheese. What about the perfect pairing when it comes to growing your business? That's you and Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the, did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're delivering daily digests or serving sensational scoops, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all in one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort, thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. No matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. All lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash view now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash view. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals.
1: All right. Well, speaking of Joe Coy moments, Sarah Haynes had a Joe Coy moment on the show yesterday as she tried to be funny oh, yeah. and it died a horrible to death. you
2: continue this? You feel like continuing this a little? Well, I think we should
1: talk about it. We talked about it with Sarah yesterday. Um, you she, know, I
2: happen to like Sarah very much. I love her. Yes. She's a good girl. She's a sweet girl. She's a natural beauty also from Iowa. OK, <laughs> Let, let's put that aside. Yes. She really has to be careful to not do an old lady joke. Yes. On me. Yes. Because I'm a comedian, I'm going to kill her. Yes. And in front of Barry Manilow's audience, who are oh. like, oh, yes, that is not... Your, that, your, I that is that part. That is not Gen Z out there, okay? <laughs> <laughs> That's a
1: tough room. I hadn't thought about that. You have to know that. your
2: audience. Yes. She forgot about that.
1: No, the Fanilows were not forgiving of they an ageist joke.
2: Yeah, it's an ageist joke. I can do ageist jokes. You'll and, get into trouble when you do it, well, too. Well, I was
1: going to say, so I've done it often, and... I think I did it four or five times, and you were forgiving and laughed with me, and it, because of that, it killed in the room. Yeah. And then one time I did it, and you weren't in the mood, and it died a horrible death. You gotta
2: death. take a, a risky business, baby. Yes,
1: but you you have to grant permission in the moment, and if you're feeling <laughs> the magnanimous, yes. did
2: not grant permission yesterday no. because I was talking seriously. Also, yes. So now she throws in the dinosaur material, which I do myself. Right. But when I say. I dated Abe Lincoln, Yes. or I was uh, uh, born when dinosaurs roamed the earth. Mm-hmm. I'm taking the joke on myself. Yeah. Comedians can do that. If you take the joke against the comedian, you better be Don Rickles. Right.
1: Now, you've mentioned you used to do that joke or similar jokes to Barbara Walters yes. all the time. Yes, but I... Barbara but that's still punching up, kind of.
2: Punching up. And yeah. Well, Sarah was punching up, too. Yeah, but Let's Barbara's not a
1: comedian, I guess. It's no, but difference. Barbara so, yeah. didn't
2: mind it. Yeah. Because I used to have to work her a little bit yes. to make sure that she didn't get so touchy. She once said, you know, they used to call her Baba Wawa, you mm-hmm. know, or Gilda sure. Radner. And she used to be very offended by that. And then her daughter said, oh, please, lighten up. And she said, okay. And she kind of got over it.
1: Yeah. No, I get so. it. And you're right. Sarah was punching up, too. Yeah. Uh, the Yes,
2: other- She's forever known as Baba Wana now. Baba forever. Wawa. Yeah. That's unfortunate. <laughs> I think it, it's... <laughs>
1: It's said with love now, I think. I think it's kind of become part of the persona. But now you also brought up to Sarah off camera yesterday, like, you don't do those jokes to Whoopi. You'd never dare do those jokes to Whoopi. That's right. That's right. She doesn't. Fine. (laughs) Um, All right. Switching gears again. Yet again, switching gears. Yeah. Um, Sunny told me this week that her mantra, she has a mantra for 2024 is, joy is an act of resistance. Which I also said would be an excellent sweater for you.
2: How does it go? Joy. Joy
1: is an act of resistance. Joy, By her being, being joyful. Happy, being joyful happy is an act of resistance, resistance for those who want to bring you down. And that's uh, Well, that's
2: she, like success is, is the, best, the best, revenge. best revenge. Yeah, sure, Same but I, I,
1: it's a different way of articulating yeah. it, and I kind of like it. I like that. I also like anything that, that has uh, Sonny devoted to j- being joyful.
2: Are you going to make me a shirt that says I Joy I think is... you should maybe get Joy is an
1: act of resistance. Well, you resistance want to know Sonny something?
2: Shirt. My friends at the show yeah. um, got me something for Christmas. Mm-hmm. They got me a, um, a pillow that says, Sexy Joy Behar, and I'll tell you why. Okay. I'm walking down Fifth Avenue. Do I ever tell this story? You have. I, I told, told it this. on the podcast. Okay, yeah. never mind. But
1: it's great. No, it's a call back <laughs> to when you confronted the MAGA people. I
2: confronted two <laughs> MAGAs with their flags and their Trump things, Yeah. and one of them said to me, you know, you're kind of like a hot Joy Behar. And I said, <laughs> I, I am a I am hot am Joy a Behar. Joy Behar. <laughs> Behar. And I moved on. <clears> so now you've got the pill. I'm dining on that for the rest of my life. Sure. Absolutely.
1: This is one of a collection of pillows you have, which I enjoy all of Don't them. Don't so. even
2: mention the other pillows. I won't. All right.
1: All right. So, um, let's see what else we have here. So, this is something I wanted to bring up. You, We talked about this last year, and I think enough time has passed now, yeah. and uh, the Emmys are going on. And so, you occasionally have acted in your career. You've worked yes. on, uh, you've been in movies, yeah. movies I sitcoms, love, yeah. sitcoms. Um, You haven't acted in a long time. It's not for you, generally. No. You're not your favorite thing.
2: It's all right. I mean, I act in my own play.
1: However, you were contacted about the uh, possibility
2: to, oh, to be
1: yeah. on my favorite show of all time. One of my favorite shows of all time. And you quickly dismissed it because... Ted Lasso. Sam. Ted Lasso. You were contacted to be on Ted Lasso to play the role, potentially, you were in the mix. The mother-in-law, wasn't it? His mother. His to mother. To play Ted Lasso's mother. Yeah. The fact that this happened... So we were at a, a baby I shower. Is he Italian or something? No, he's not Italian, but he's he's Maybe. from Kansas, actually. But,
2: it, but it's, his name ends in an O.
1: It does. <laughs> So we were sitting in, uh, we were at a baby shower, a tavern on the green, and you dropped this mid-conversation. Yeah. My jaw hit the floor.
2: Yeah.
1: You were dismissive of it because it would require you to spend your hiatus in London.
2: It was too hot. Was... Do you remember there was a heat wave going on at that time? Like 100 degree weather. Yes. And I'd have to get on a plane and go in the middle of the heat. Yes. No, it's not my... I don't want... Listen, I'm a writer. Yes. I write my own stuff. I don't care about other people's stuff. This is the... I mean, I don't need to be in everything. This I, is
1: the hottest show on TV. This is the coolest show on television. It's not the
2: hottest show on TV. It was TV. the hottest
1: show on TV. It was. It, it is. It's over now. And this is I a huge I was watching role. The Crown,
2: okay, at the time.
1: All right. But you love British television. I know. But this, this is not British. Half the cast is British. It's filmed in London. It counts. It, it's about soccer, for the love you, of God. If,
2: it was doing, if they were doing it like in the spring, yes. I would have done it maybe, or in the fall. But not in the middle of the heat wave.
1: Okay. Well, I have to point out that I thought this would be an opportunity. You'd win an Emmy Award. You'd be nominated. The the very great actress who got it, who definitely... What's I could, her name? Becky Ann Baker. She was nominated for an Emmy Award. Well,
2: good for her. Yeah. No, and, and she did a great
1: job with it, but I couldn't help but notice that there were Joy Behar-esque actors aspects to the character oh, yeah. that I thought would have been... Well, that's been, why they uh, asked me. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think so. And, you know, this is... Jason Sudeikis is very talented. He's yeah. been on the show many times. Um You'd be playing his mom. I, I think that yeah. would have worked. No regrets from you. No. No. Do you ever see yourself acting again?
2: I wrote a play, a series of plays, five of them, Short plays in one evening, an hour and a half. It's yes. called Bonkers in the Burrows. Yes, one of them is about a woman who thinks that you can contact the dead. Yes, and she wants, this is a comedies, and she's Italian, so she really believes it. I, I grew up with people like this. Sure. I'm going to play that woman in when we get to the theater. We're going to. I have a producer.
1: Okay, this is news.
2: I'm looking for a director, mm-hmm. and we're in the process of getting a direct, of a, a theater, and I'm, we're going to go with it, and we're going to have a, a, a show right. off Broadway, hopefully. This is and good I'm going to be in it. That's great. Yeah, I'm yeah. also going to be doing this job, so expect me to be exhausted.
1: Okay, exhausted, but coming to work every day. That's the thing. it's
2: only one short play,
1: so I can do that. Yeah, no, that's exciting, and this time I'll get to go see it, which you is will. fantastic yes. too. I think we have to book Teresa Caputo on the show. I think we have to. I'd have, love to have yeah.
2: Teresa. Can you have her? Yeah, ride? let's do
1: it. I would love that.
2: All of those people who speak to the dead are fascinating. I know. So I one time I good. heard, I think it was James Van Prague. He was on with uh, Larry King. Yes, and and it was doing. He was talking to the dead on the phone. <laughs> Something like that.
1: Talk about it's long like, distance.
2: This is, crazy. this is great. I love
1: it. All right. So we'll we'll get we'll do some more of that. Um now we have something new here on behind the table. We now have a hotline, a question hotline that we want to hear from people. Oh. So if you are listening and you have a question for me or a co-host like the lovely Joy Behar, if you want advice from one of them, or you just have a fun story or a message for us, please give us a call at this number. It's three four seven three nine one five zero two two again that's three four seven this is dangerous 5022 you, know all... <laughs> you know that
2: all the haters are going to start calling yeah that's okay but they're not gonna do get you have on a, the air do they do it yet
1: we, this is the first time we're telling oh. them we're gonna be ready next time you hear because at the end of the day how many stories do you and i have for each other we're gonna have well, to, no it's yeah. nice
2: to engage the viewers i think
1: so too thank you for joining me today joy tomorrow i'll be back with Alyssa Farrah griffin any questions for her
2: you know, I understand why she's pushing for Nikki Haley. You do? I do. Because, and the slogan for Nikki should be, vote for me instead of the psychopath. hmm Because that's what it boils down to. Even Liz Cheney said, Nikki Haley is not going to destroy the democracy and the country and the republic that we've grown to love.
1: Okay. I, I think that's true.
2: I- if she won, I would not be hysterical. If, if Donald Trump wins, I don't know what we're going to do. Right. We're going to lose the country.
1: All right. Well, it'll be interesting. Iowa's coming up. There's a debate tonight. We'll be talking about it on the show oh, tomorrow. Yeah, I'm going to watch that. Yeah. And we'll be talking about all that craziness what with time Hunter is it? Biden they put today. Come
2: on. So late. I'm half asleep. All
1: right. We'll get you clips. It'll be okay. good. All right. Um, I, uh, and uh, all right. So that's great. Thank you guys for being here. And uh, we will talk to you soon. If you got a moment, please follow, review, take a look at the podcast. Uh, Joy's here finishing up her kettle corn. And <laughs> we'll so see on. you tomorrow. It's I understand. The show not. just ended. I get it.